have. And there we go. It is Wealth Wellness Wednesday. Uh, so far, we got we've had a lot of rain, but today, keeping our fingers crossed, that we get some sun and blue skies. Hopefully, uh, the few clouds that it lasts out that that way all day long is what I'm hoping for. But good morning, everyone. Late morning. Uh, this is Carol Sue, aka Nani Boss, live with you. Sisters, hey, good morning, everyone. This is Janice, aka Wellness Diva 6.0 on this Wealth Wellness Wednesday, um, July the 19th, episode number 664. And I realized this morning that, um, you know, <laughs> I heard this, I don't know if it was a commercial. I'm not sure if the radio was on, but I heard this commercial thing and I thought it was great to bring up that why do people sometimes like, for instance, start something, meaning like a, a vitamin program or whatever, whatever it may be, and then they stop and then they realize oh, it was on the radio it was on the way to kickboxing. That's what it was. And then they realize, like, why did I stop that? And I thought that was very interesting because, of course, part of Wealth Wellness Wednesday as well, you know, is the wellness aspect of um, the wealth, but also um, our overall well-being. <laughs> and I thought it was interesting that we do that. I know I've done that, right? We've often talked about, um, like, and for, for instance, your Thrive Journey how you um, were off of it for a while to kind of reset and now you're back on it, of course, and have been for a while. And I think there is such validity in that. It's don't you don't you think? I think so. And I think what you realize, and I think far too often people start, and we'll use obviously a nutritional company uh, as a basis, they start something, whether it's uh, Weight Watchers, whether it's you know, some of these online, you know, meal preps, um, vitamins, supplements, nutrition, whatever it may be, but their mindset isn't connecting. They're not partnering with whatever they're doing. Some of these items, we know they're fats. They're not sustainable. You can't eat box frozen meals for the rest of your life. Number one, uh, I look at it from a nutritional standpoint, uh, other than Weight Watchers, which is using uh, good quality and also your regular food that you're eating, that's sustainable. <clears throat> but when you're relying strictly on that prepared meal coming to you, people can only sustain that for so long. They may get that initial, like with, with you, you had great success, you've kept the weight off, but you're you're not the norm. A lot of people don't realize that a lot of people that do commit to these particular programs, they're not truly sustainable unless you embrace the lifestyle. So you go from doing a structured meal plan to still doing structured meal plan, but with the food that you actually buy from the store, not from that's already pre-made uh, pre or pre-prepared. Uh, pre and you embrace and understand from the nutritional piece, what good nutrition I need to add to maintain, but still enjoy food. Some people with a if they're doing, quote, a diet, and I hate to use that word because we all diet, it's just a matter of whether we have a good diet or not. Or they're doing a more structured nutritional program such as we do with Thrive. If you're not partnering the lifestyle, you're you're making a the 
the product work harder, but you're really not changing your mindset. So eventually this is just like a, this is a bandaid. And a lot of times what happens is a lot of people have to understand they need to have the right mi mindset when they're changing a habit. You can't just do something, expect the transformation, expect that you're going to be successful, but your mind is still not where it's supposed to be. So if I'll use Thrive, excuse me, as an example, if you had some success with doing your three steps, the Thrive product, and now you're, you know, a year or two into it, and you kind of slowly went back to your old eating habits, or you're one of those that never changed your eating habits, do you honestly think that the three steps is really going, you're going to maximize what it has to offer in order to change your body? Well, the answer is really a hard no, because you didn't change your mindset. You didn't change your lifestyle. You say, oh, I'm going to take this. It's going to be this magical three steps that's going to do the work for me. And that's just not, that's not realistic. And you might have a few, some few have some success of doing that for a small period of time. But eventually the habits that you haven't actually really changed creep back more. They're, they're more deliberate. They're more intense. And that's why a lot of times, even with people doing a gastric bypass surgery, while some have success with it, there's a huge percentage that don't because they end up getting very ill because they still haven't changed their mindset. They're still trying to eat the way they used to. Not only the amounts, but the type of food and your body can't handle it and, you, and your body starts rejecting it, you get sick. And then eventually when you kind of wear that band down, your, your stomach starts to, what happens? It starts to expand again and you haven't changed your eating habits. So you're going back to what you always have done. And then now the weight not only comes back on, it comes back on with a fury, you know, a fury that is taken over and you generally put on more weight than what you started out with. That is so, so true. So how do we change that mindset? I mean, you, you sometimes you just have to have a reset and figure out what am I doing wrong? And that's exactly what I did. I took six months off uh, from not only doing the product, John was still doing the product. I quit the company. You know, I, I just needed to reset my mind, reset everything and really look at two pieces because they were blurring. The opportunity was blurring with the product. I love the product but I wasn't being successful with it because I'm getting frustrated with the opportunity piece. And when I detox from the business side, when I detox from uh, not only using Thrive, but you know, really got rid of getting rid of dairy out of my diet, making some logistic changes, then I was able to say, I really do love the product and I miss the product and I know what the product can do for me. And I understand now that I can't make the product work harder than it has to because I refuse to get the right mindset or partner with it. And once I grasped that piece to it and took that time off, that was the necessary piece that now I could go forward kind of on a clean slate with reestablishing my eating habits. They, that already took place before I reintroduced Thrive again. And that's when I, the magic happened, what I call the magic. It's because I was not, I had to be accountable and really have that conversation in the mirror and say, why isn't this working? And I actually was speaking to two former customers over the last few days, ironically. And oh, I really miss that. 
well, why did you stop? And well, you know, I was tired. I don't think it was working anymore. And I, I, I said this, I had this exact conversation. If you weren't changing your lifestyle, if you're still eating the Oreo cookies and the chips and the dip and, and not saying that you can't have that, but if that's a regular part of your routine, you either change that mindset and not, you know, embrace it. I can enjoy those things, but I also know from a nutritional standpoint, they really are not good for me. I crave them. I enjoy them. But are they really good for me? The answer is going to be no. So what are you going to do about it? Are you going to continue to eat that way and expect a product to change it for you? It doesn't work. It's just ironic that you brought that up because literally I had that same conversation with two different people in the last 24 hours. Yeah, well, you know, going back a little bit, you know, you know, talking about the gastric bypass and, you know, not um, partnering your lifestyle. The thing about going on any type of a program, number one is the mindset. We know that we've probably talked this issue to death, but it's always worth repeating. You have to go into it with um, open eyes, like with goggles almost, because you have to look at what you've done in the past. And you talk about, for instance, um, people who have gastric bypass and then they end up gaining the weight back. I call that the TS, which is the, and then some, because everything's like all over the place. It's not, it's not adding up because we are not putting in the equation that needs to be there, which is the mindset, um, embracing what you're doing, but looking at it in a way that complements your lifestyle. Like for instance, this, this time of year, <laughs> excuse me all I want is ice cream I love ice cream I love having ice cream in the summer so and I've caught way back on dairy so I found a great alternative now of course Gary has a nice big bowl I get a coffee cup and I, you know I'll just scoop a little scoop out and and I'm happy I mean have I had it every night no not this week I've been doing it like every <laughs> excuse me, every other night, but just those little things, I'm still enjoying what I love. And we're not saying you can't have chips or whatever your favorite right. thing is, but maybe, you know, maybe for instance, in reference to potato chips, now everyone knows I would never, ever buy a bag of, bring a bag of chips in the house because I'll eat the whole darn thing. I can't be trusted. So maybe for you, what may work is, you know, those little lunch baggies and, you know, putting a handful of chips in each baggies and knowing, okay, if I'm going to have one every day with lunch, here's, that's it. That's all I can have. So. And again, it goes back to really being accountable. And I think so many people are afraid to be accountable because then they got to get to the issues of why they eat what they eat. I've also learned and we've discussed this before, is really listening, not hearing, because you can hear your, your stomach growl, right? But really listening to your body. Are you really hungry? Is it that you need hydration? A lot of times when you're feeling hungry, it's because you're really thirsty. A lot of people don't know how to really be in tune with what their body's telling them. And perfect example was last week when we were at Mystic, you know, we go to a couple, you know, you know, the di different competitions that our granddaughter was in. Well, everyone is hungry. It's time for lunch. 
it's time for lunch then because that's their habit. And I don't eat unless I'm truly hungry. And I have to break fast uh, in a certain way that goes in line with my nutrition. So there was several meals and, you know, that I just didn't eat in my time. It wasn't my window time or I wasn't hungry, whatever it may be. And I still do, uh, I do take one day off a week of fasting where I'll get up like everybody else and, you know, have, I'll break fast with my, regardless what time I break fast, I break it with my three steps. But I did my three steps first thing in the morning, which would actually was a struggle because I'm not used to eating in the morning. But I knew we were going out to breakfast, knew we were going to have an earlier uh, Sunday meal. So I just said, you know what? Today will be my day off from fasting, which is also uh, great if you're an intermittent faster. You really should take one day off a week. So I usually choose the weekend. And, but the point being is I didn't deviate because I'm so in tune now. Now that didn't happen overnight. I didn't just all of a sudden got this great awareness to understand my body. That's what I did the six months when I took off of everything. I said, I'm going to start eliminating some food groups that I know are not good for me and eliminating them with, you know, a, a, a healthier, excuse me, a healthy alternative. Uh, I'm also going to like cut back on eating chicken. I'm going to cut back on eating beef, which I didn't eat a lot of that anyways, probably more chicken than beef. But now I try to only have either or uh, two times a month. So I'll do chicken twice a month. I'll do beef twice a month. So it happens that I had my beef quota. Uh, this particular uh, time in last week when I was up north and continued on to last night. So that's it. I can't have any more beef for the rest of the month. Could I? Absolutely can. But I also know how my body reacts to it. That didn't happen overnight. I didn't wake up one day and I had this awareness or and it didn't come naturally. I had to play around with my body to see what food groups bothered me. What in addition to even though there was food groups that I enjoyed, were they actually good for me? If I ate, you know, above the required amount, like you're talking about with a bag of chips. So it's okay to have some chips, a portion of chips, but if you're going to eat a whole bag, either in one day or in two days, that's probably not the healthiest way to eat chips, right? So mm -hmm. you have to know your limitations. We all have limitations. So many times you'll hear people that, have different uh, digestion issues, different autoimmune issues, and yet they still eat the stuff they're not supposed to. And I, at the end of the day, I say, is it worth it getting that ill over? You know, they have not changed their mindset to say, I either can never eat this again because I get this reaction, or I realize I've had it too often. So let me cut back, you know, instead of having it three times a week, let me try once a week. Well, if once a week is not working, maybe it's every other week. People are not putting the effort into listening to what their body's telling them. So if you're running to the bathroom, uh, you know, frequently after you've eaten food that you know you shouldn't, or you find occasionally that, gosh, like my, di my digestion tract is really giving me a hard time. You have to look at what you put into your body. And that's your way of your body telling you, this stuff is not good for you. Now, in the scheme of life, you know, wouldn't it be nice that we all could eat whatever we want, not gain weight, not have a digestion reaction? That would be wonderful. But the truth of the matter is, it's a fallacy. It's not true. And those that eat and still consume things 
that don't agree with their stomach, their digestion, their bowels, whatever it may be, you're not in the right mindset to really have that hard conversation. I hope, you know, we always hope that people will eventually get there, but you got to be true to yourself. You got to be accountable and say, hey, I really love this, but either I decide that I'm going to give it up completely or, and then maybe take time off. Like I did, I took six months off of doing a lot of different food groups. And that was the only way I truly got a handle to say, oh, this is a, this is a hard no on this food. Uh, this one I could probably tolerate only a few times a year. Uh, this is something where, eh, no more than two times a month. You got to listen to your body. And I think the whole point of Wealth Wellness Wednesday, a piece of that is to really get in tune with what our body values of what we can for the intake piece. Because let's face it, there's not a lot of fun being on the toilet or, or sick to your stomach just because you ate something that you could not like break away from. Was And at the end of the day, I would say, was it worth it? For me, it wasn't worth it getting that sick all the time. Right. And, you know, again, it goes back to partnering that lifestyle. You know, it didn't take me overnight. It certainly didn't take you overnight. It, it's really something that um, I still continue to work on. Um, and I was speaking with someone actually this morning, my friend Barb, and we're talking about weight in general. And I said, you know, when I look back at my, my journey, I really think that, and I thought at the time, like losing the weight was really hard, but what I find even more hard being sick now, 61 is that it's more hard keeping it off. So Again, it goes back to partnering. How am I going to partner that lifestyle? How, like, I want to be around, I'm going for 105. Our grandma was 103. Um, Daddy, of well, course. Well, she, had, she put it on the anniversary. She's going to go for 103. That's a good number. Yeah. And actually, a lot of people don't realize that our bodies are meant. They're built to go to 120. A lot of people don't know that. Because they say, oh my God, isn't that so, well, yeah, they're built that way, but are you sustaining the machine that is your body? Your body's a fine machine. If you're not taking care of it, you're sure as heck are not going to live to 120. And that's why a lot of people are dying way before their time. Uh, I heard an interesting uh, conversation, or I had an interesting conversation last night with someone that uh, had to go in for, uh, I believe it was a uh, iron blood transfusion. And he noticed that there was uh, a person there wearing, you know, the N95 mask. And, you know, you get to the point where, you know, people are gonna wear them, they're gonna wear them. It doesn't happen often, but you see it eventually, or you see some people doing it. But anyways, he had said, somebody must've made a remark or maybe, you know, staring at them. I don't know what that, particular piece was but he ended up speaking out loud so the rest of the uh, waiting room could hear him and he said people just don't realize people are dying like 5,000 people are dying a day from COVID now that is not true number one and what I would say to someone who is keeping that 
propaganda statement. I would say there may be 5,000 people dying a day, but I can tell you right now it's not from the virus. Obesity is the number one killer, and it's also impacting a very lazy generation that stayed away from school because they were forced out of it. Uh, the generations of freshmen all the way up into college, the obesity rate is alarming. It is devastating. And obesity is the number one cause of, of a lot of people dying. And it doesn't have to be. That is something that you can change when you understand and partner your lifestyle with also a healthy gut. You know, doing proper nutrition, making sure that your uh, immune system that really protects this machine from viruses, bacteria, or whatever, if you're not feeding all the good stuff and doing a healthy nutritional program, you're not doing anything to put that defense mechanism up for your body to fight off those things. So that sadly is what's happening. And people really, uh, the obesity rate in the United States alone is skyrocketed. It's 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 egregious. Well, and of course, the obesity rate is causes a lot of inflammation, which raises the cortisol, which causes all sorts of haywire things, which causes several different diseases. So, you know, again, it's like obesity is the umbrella and everything else can be under, underneath it, so to speak. And that's, <laughs> those statistics are very frightening. Um, again, you know, it goes back to the partnership and how are you going to partner that lifestyle? Um, you know, this is not us trying to get you to do something. This is us sharing with you what we are passionate about, what we know to be true. Now, I always say, please go ahead and do your own due diligence, you know, whether you want to, you know, talk with a health coach, I'm a health coach, whether you want to talk with your physician, you know, have those conversations, you know, do your own research. It's always good to, of course, do that as well. Inform yourself, of course. Right. And when you do, that's when you're able to make those decisions based on your own particular needs. You know, there are a lot of people uh, that just live by a, a plant-based diet, don't do any vitamin supplements or anything. Uh, and swear by that. Now, I know, we also know scientifically, it's impossible for our bodies to get all the nutrients it needs from food alone. It's just, we, you know, we would become extremely obese if we ate enough of what we need. And that's the whole point of supplementation is don't overeat, but we understand you can't get everything you need to, to take a good quality supplement, amino acids, uh, antioxidants, anti-inflammatory, all those good things that are going to, minerals that are going to help your body keep running like a fine machine that it is. Um, and then there's other people that they don't see the value in that, but then yet those are the ones that are complaining, oh, my joints hurt, my muscles hurt, I'm so tired, I'm not sleeping well, um, I feel like a pretzel, why am I so moody? Oh, I'm always hungry. Are you really always that hungry? And the answer is no. You have to reevaluate where you are and take it seriously and also embrace the fact that habits, they don't change overnight. 
it's only by practice and by repeating good habits that they are going to become habits that will change and that will be sustainable for you to carry on so you continue on that health journey. Uh, we are always learning. We are always changing. We are always, you know, reevaluating where we are because we also know that, you know, every so years, every seven years, your metabolism, your cellular, cellular piece to your body, everything changes. And you have to make sure that you're in tune with what your body's telling you. And the only way you can do that is listen to your body. Journal. Like if you're finding that you're having all these digestion issues, what did you eat? Do a, do a, do a, a log of like, what, what did I eat? Did I eat anything? Did I overdo on dairy? Did I have too many vegetables? A lot of times that could be it as well. Um, am I eating fatty foods? Am I eating processed foods? Am I eating uh, a lot of chemicals? I mean, I even got an alert today where um, oatmeal, oatmeal and quino, and I'm probably not pronouncing that right because I can never do it, quinoa, whatever it's called, quinoa, quinoa uh, has some things in there that are not healthy. Again, it's one of those things where you can eat it, you know, occasionally, but if you're eating it every day, there are some serious digestion issues that can happen. Uh, so things are constantly changing and it has to also do with, sadly, what the United States allows in our food uh, that is FDA approved. A lot of what we allow as a country is not allowed in other countries. And so reading labels has to be part of your journey to really make sure that you're adding good things to your, to your diet. That is so true. And on that note, let's do a very quick uh, synopsis of Wealth Wellness Wednesday. Yes, today is the day that we pay it forward as an entrepreneur. Uh, and it doesn't matter whether you're an entrepreneur. Nine to five doesn't matter. If you are seeking goals, going after uh, some, some things that you want to be successful at, that you know require more money, how are you going to attract more money? Well, Wealth Wellness, Wellness Wednesday, is, that's what it's all about. It's having that healthy relationship and putting out in the universe that you want to attract more money. There's a, an abundance of prosperity in the universe. Uh, more than what you actually think, despite even what's going on in our current situation, there's an abundance. How are you going to attract that? So a lot of times it takes an action to get you to think and get that thought process going to put it out in the universe. And that is to pay it forward to an unsuspecting person. So that does not mean your neighbor, your, your, your friend, your family member. It's not even about your favorite charity. That's off the board as well. This is about someone, another being, another human being that you don't know. Well, what's the purpose of that? The purpose is that you're going to change the directory of that person's day by doing a random act of kindness, you know, and it's not about the monetary amount. It could be a dollar, it could be five dollars, it could be 10, 100, whatever you want it to be. But you, what you're saying to the universe is in order for me to attract more money, I've got to help people. And how nice would it be that someone needed help or my church needed help or my favorite charity needed help. And I could write that check out with not even blinking an eye of what the balance was, because I already know that I'm putting out in the universe that my balance is big, is big. It's there. I can handle this. Well, you got to do that by putting it out and putting it forward, but you also got to pay it forward. And it's such a good thing to do. So what could you do to someone that you don't know? that you want to get this message out to, that you want to pay it forward. Uh, it could be 
it, whatever favorite store you like to shop, grocery store, dress store, shoe store, uh, 7-Eleven, Cumbies, whatever it may be, uh, you can place a bill, tape it to something, uh, you could put it into something, or you could simply be at your favorite bagel shop, let's say, and there are some good bagels out there, just don't eat them every day, and go light on the cream cheese because that's dairy. But you could say, you know what, hey, the person behind me, I want to pay for their meal. So uh, I'm going to give you like an extra 10 or I'm going to give you $5 off because I don't even know what they're ordering, whatever it may be, and walk away. The person behind you doesn't know. And how cool it is when he gets up to that counter, he's the next to the line or she, oh, by the way, somebody already put something towards your, whatever you're ordering. They're going to look around. They're going to say, well, who is that good Samaritan? Why would they do that? And it makes them feel good. But you feel good knowing that you surprise them and they don't even know who you are. So it's putting out that kindness, putting out that prosperity into the universe. So that is what Wealth Wellness Wednesday is all about. That is awesome. And how true is that? And how good is that going to make you feel? And on that note, um, we hope you have an amazing Wealth Wellness Wednesday. Please go to our website, www.2sistas.online and let us know what you thought of today's um, podcast. My name is Janice, a.k.a. Wellness Diva 6.0, and I am with two sisters. So this is Carol Sue, a.k.a. Naughty Boss, about to uh, look into some really fun activities and uh, possibilities, opportunities. You never know what's out there. Uh, have a great wealth, Wellness Wednesday. We will see you tomorrow for Trending Thursday. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.